0: Assalamu alaikum, dear listeners. We're back with another episode. Your lovely hosts, Sumi and Samya.
1: Woo-woo! And... Roll the intro. Dear listeners, here are your fantastic hosts, Sumi and Samya.
0: We should have a theme song. We should have a theme song.
1: Maybe we should have a theme song. And we can make the tiny robots sing it.
0: Yeah. Just don't make me sing it.
1: They're hungry muslims limbs changing the world. It's the Sumi Love and Samia Podfast. Love it.
0: They're hungry Muslims changing the world. It's the Sumi and Samia Podfast. Samya, yes. do you have a big family?
1: I don't have a big family, Sumi. Well, that's a lie. I have a big family on my Moroccan side. Mm-hmm. My dad had lots of brothers and lots of sisters and they have lots of children, etc, etc. So I have loads of cousins. Mm -hmm. And then they moved, a part of the family moved to France, and then a part of the family stayed in Morocco, and then my dad came to Holland. He was the only one that stayed in Holland, so I don't really have any Moroccan family here. Mm -hmm. But my Dutch side of the family, so my Mm mum's side, is a tiny Mm -hmm. family. You see me, you have a lot of family.
0: Well, well, well. Let me tell you, I am twenty. Almost 23 years of age, and every now and then, some new relative pops in from some corner of the world that I never knew about. (laughs) But I'm not saying this in a bad way. So, my dad has four siblings plus him, that makes five, and every one of them has kids. And now, only one of them still lives in Europe, and she lives in Holland, by the way. And as for my mom's family, as of like average sizes, As in, my mom has two siblings. I think they planned it to each and one of them to have just two kids. I don't know. Because you and
1: I both, Sumi, have one younger sibling. You have a younger sister and I have a younger brother. Yeah. Two. How many kids do you want?
0: I, You see, I'm not the kind of person that plans that far, Mm. you know? So I don't know. Makes sense. How many kids I want. I think I want three. (laughs) Cute. Because
1: it makes you live on the edge. Because theme parks usually only have like a four-ticket deal... A car usually only fits four people. So there's always a bit of conflict in your life. Well, comfortably four people. Comfortably. So there's always a bit of, you know, a bit of living on the edge if you have three children. So I like that idea. Yeah, because you're outnumbered. Exactly. They can
0: conspire <laughs> s- against you. <laughs> I think I'm going to decide when it's, You know, when the time comes, Mm. and based on the circumstances I will be living in, basically. That's a wise decision. I don't know, someone asked me if I was planning, if I had any name in mind for kids, and I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't plan my life that far down the line.
1: You might be the only Muslim woman, according to stereotype, that doesn't think about babies all the time.
0: (laughs) No, I don't think about babies all the time. I don't, I don't think about babies. Like, I am a baby. I need someone to look after me. Obviously, you guys, the stereotype Sometimes. about Muslim women is that we only think about two things.
1: Marriage and babies. Yeah. And... Because people think that's
0: all we're good for. Eat. Well, I think that's a general stereotype for women. As, you know, as a whole. Anyway. Yeah, obviously.
1: Yeah. Women are baby-making machines. Yeah. And cooking. Yeah, and cooking. Cooking and babies. Speaking of family... Cooking is a big thing in families, like cooking together. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I feel like both you and I have a non-stereotypical family dynamic in the sense that we don't visit family often. There's this idea of of immigrant children having these massive families, and that's not always the case Mm -hmm. because you and I have a rather, not a small family, but uh, not a family that we interact with often, like only when we are in Morocco. Yeah 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 and then there's also the language barrier because my Indonesia is not that good I don't know about yours
0: mm-hmm. mine is good yeah mine is not that great I think you can tell I'm a foreigner or not not a foreigner you can tell I'm not from there because I put some accents in the wrong place but apart from that can you have a like a conversation with your family in, in, in Yeah, yeah yeah I can't and that's a huge thing I
1: speak like four languages when Darija is not one of them. Okay. And it makes me so sad because sometimes I see my nana Mm -hmm. or henna and I want to speak to her and tell her all of these amazing stories but I can't. Mm -hmm. And it's very funny because obviously when people see me they think I'm an immigrant in Holland Mm -hmm. sometimes and they think that I can't speak the language. But I was never very sympathetic to the experience of someone coming into a country and not speaking the language and people just thinking you are very dumb.
0: Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. that's a
1: horrible feeling so when i go to morocco my family looks at me like i'm not intelligent because i don't speak i'm just quiet because i can't
0: speak to them and that pity in their eyes is horrible you know i i totally get it because i had like this experience in the sense that when i moved to germany i could speak some german but i wasn't that fluent So you feel bad because in some situation, I mean, you're not fun anymore. You cannot make jokes. You just laugh at what other people say. And sometimes you would have some very sophisticated idea about something that you're sure people will appreciate, but you cannot express it in that language. So you just look pretty average, if not dumb, as you said. And... Yeah, that's a very hard thing to go through. And I think I became as fluent as I am now because of that, because I didn't want to feel that way anymore. So I just took every single occasion I had to speak, to exercise the language, to just listen to others speaking and trying to do the same. And yeah, I remember telling my flatmate, we only speak German from now on. No, no, not a word of English, unless I cannot understand what the thing is. And you're going to try to describe it to me. And if I don't get it from the description, then you can say it in English.
1: Immersing yourself in the language is a very good language acquisition method.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's, the thing is, in my house,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it was very discouraged to speak Darija. So we went to Qur'an school in the weekend. So I can read Arabic and Mm -hmm. I can pronounce Mm -hmm. Arabic. I just don't often know what I'm saying. Because there was this idea of if you have an accent in Dutch, then people will think you are dumb. So you Mm -hmm. should sound as Dutch as possible. Okay. So that people can never hold being Moroccan against you. Mm -hmm. So that worked out in my favor in Holland. Because people... Think of me more highly because of the lack of accent that I have Which is stupid because you should never judge a person based on their accent Absolutely.
0: Because the language
1: obviously doesn't say anything about how intelligent you are mm-hmm. Because, yeah, the language is complicated But when I go to Morocco, it's the worst Because I want to do Salat al rahim I want to speak to my family I want to make jokes with them I want to tell them stories I want to hear their stories But I can't And it's just so weird to see people that finally look like you finally, after living in Holland for so long, there's people that look like you and have life experiences like yours because they're also Muslim and then you just can't you can't make conversation with them. It's uh, an indescribable feeling of finally seeing something that you've been longing for for so long and then language being the thing that takes it all away from you.
0: I grew up bilingual um, and I think it's because... Both my parents grew up bilingual, and that didn't interfere in the way they speak either of those languages. And curiously enough, um, even though under different circumstances, um, so both my parents are bilingual, and two languages they grew up speaking are French and Arabic. And because of that, they felt to do the same with us. So we had the language we spoke at home and the language we spoke outside. And then when we knew enough, it switched. We had a parent that spoke one language and a parent that spoke another. Yeah. You know, just to add a bit of balance to everything.
1: In Islam, you have, especially during Ramadan, a verplichting. I'm looking for the English word. It's obligatory Mm -hmm. to keep in contact with your family. Mm -hmm. It's a huge thing in Islam to stay in contact with your family. But when you grow up in these vastly different cultural contexts, with these vast language barriers, it can be so difficult.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: But we have to. It's a huge obligation. So it's really, it's it's a complex
0: thing. That's why I grew quiet. That's why I learned to grow quiet. That's why I get the remark now, you used to talk a lot when you were a kid, because little did I know. Um... And since I want to save everyone's time, problems, unnecessary things being said and because like in the long run, whatever they might have to say, it will never hurt me because it's very sad to say, but Mm -hmm. we're experienced is that, well, sometimes you cannot say how you're feeling because the other person will get offended because you felt that way. How worker is complicated, you guys. How is that even possible? I'm telling you how I'm feeling. We should try and solve this. You shouldn't of feel offended and stop talking to me because I felt that way because of something you said, for example.
1: So even if so you're you're basic you're basically saying that even if you know the words Yeah even if you know the language, the cultural barrier, it's just so big that even if you know how to say something, you're not saying it in the right way. Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. That's the thing.
1: So it might just be better to hold your tongue. See, the only thing I can say is give me butter. So Ooh. and that's a very conflict neutral sentence. I think that's also yeah. important. <laughs> <Give me> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> There's like I can just ask to be fed. I'm basically a
0: dog <laughs> I can be asked to be fed uh, I, I'm like a pet I usually say please Before saying the sentence Oh, and there's... I don't even know what a please is Yeah What is please in Darija? Aafak like My The place that my
1: dad is from Speaks in a very specific dialect That is based on Algerian okay. and Darija At the same time well, Yeah, because it's that, cause, yeah. Uh For example, some people say Aji um, When they uh-huh. say come here We say roahi Ruhi. and when people need to go away, yeah, you say nodi, right? Like nod, <coughs> yeah. like go away. Nod. We say mm-hmm. roh, roh, yeah. So the difference between come here, mm-hmm.
0: roh, and go away, roh, tiny mm-hmm. difference. <laughs> yeah, it's tiny difference. It's tiny differences. <laughs> tiny, tiny, tiny differences. Yeah, I think that roh comes from um, Berber, like from Reef. Um, yeah. Uh, which is a completely different language. I can't understand the world. My mom can, can't understand a bit of it. Tmezig and Darija are very different yeah. things. Because my mom was taught Darija, wasn't taught Tamazigh. Um, because it was, yeah, either that in French or Tamazigh in French. And like my, although my grandpa is from there, he's, he was like, um, you know, Darija and Arabic are more important. Because if you only learn Tmezich, nobody's going to understand you, and
1: exactly the Tmezich language, even though it's the native language of Morocco. Yeah. So the Amazigh people are the native people of Morocco, yeah. and then the uh, Arabs came and conquered mm-hmm. Morocco from the Tmezich people, mm-hmm. and and only recently has Morocco adopted viewing Tmezich as an official language, even though mm-hmm. most people in Morocco from origin are Amazigh yeah it's on it's our you know those are the native people that is our native tongue but most people really do prefer speaking Arabic and most people of obvi- like honestly prefer speaking French so Morocco has a very deeply yep. rooted colonial mindset uh, oh my of God viewing so themselves much. as superior yep. when they are linked to their um, former oppressors so Morocco is a very very interesting country in that sense so let's teach people at the end of this episode let's teach people basic Darija. okay
0: we are going to teach you so bye is Bslema. is slamma how are you is labas labas and i'm good is uh labas alhamdulillah just
1: like labas and then alhamdulillah at the end so it's not that like it's labas alhamdulillah K-ra-k-dil, labes labas alhamdulillah labas alhamdulillah crack alhamdulillah american people say it like six times it's really weird yeah. And then let's. Hmm, what else should we teach them? How like, to get the
0: prime Moroccan cookie. It's called shibakia. Yeah, shibekia, the superior cookie. <laughs> Give me shibekia. Or like, do you have shibakia? And <laughs> the
1: Oh yeah, and do you want tea? Shrub but like in that <laughs> way, you have to say like shrub <laughs> like you're asking for something really huge.
0: Yeah. Kat shrub it's like, do you drink tea? Tea. And then, do you drink it? What else? Tea. Shibakia. Hamar. That's donkey. People love to s- call people donkeys. Yeah, <laughs> hamar. <laughs> um, I think it's the prime. It's the prime thing Arabs say when they get mad at someone. Yeah. Hamar.
1: <laughs> and uh, you give me Jnun which you shouldn't use in that way, because Jnun <laughs> is very serious. Um. Oh yeah, hayyak hayyak is a great word. Because in Dutch, we use Moroccan uh, mixed in with Dutch as a Mm -hmm. language that kids speak on the streets. Just like in England, kids would use Jamaican. Like Wagwan, how are you? That's Jamaican. So in Holland, when people are angry, they say, you make my head hot. And they'll say it uh, like Hayek, so very. So you make my head Hayek hot. And it's just really funny to see Dutch kids Mm -hmm. say, oh, you make... You make my head Hayek hot
0: Which is really funny Cute Like I saw that Happening in Germany With the Turkish culture As in like German kids Like saying Wallah When they have to say I this yeah. swear They will say like Wallah It wasn't me
1: <laughs> Say Wallah Say Wallah <laughs>
0: Wallah It wasn't me <laughs> <laughs> Wallah brother It wasn't me
1: If you wanna uh, Hit us up on Instagram That's At Tamir And at Kavani Layers. Thank you so much for listening yeah. How are we gonna say bye We should say ahmar on three one, two,
0: three.
1: Hamar. <laughs>